I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger, the only advice podcast that has ever mattered or ever will. Uh, thanks again for all the nice comments. Thanks for listening. Thanks especially to people having the guts to call and just you know share their problems and, and understand this is not clinical. If you need professional help, please get it. I see a therapist twice a month. It helps. But like, if you need real help, this this is not the spot. This is not Dr. Drew or whatever. This is this is mostly for fun, but it's been helping people. And anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, this week, I have a comedian who I've uh, been a fan of for a while now, uh, even though we're on different coasts. Please welcome Monroe Martin. How are you, Monroe? Hey, man. What's going on, Matt? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. No, I mean, I've, I've always, yeah. I, I'm, I'm always that person who... I kind of collect people's styles in my head. Yeah. Like I like watching people going, oh, oh, okay. I like, I like how this person does this or this or this. Yeah. You've, you've always struck me though. You're a, you're a young man. You're like what? Early thirties? Yeah. yeah. 34 now. 34. Yeah. Okay. So I think I've known of you since probably, probably like eight years now or oh, something. Wow. I think that's about correct. But like, you know, like you always struck me as someone who has the, who has the poise and the presence of an older man which I always enjoy. Like, I that's feel like I, was I will neglected. be. That's because <laughs> I was neglected and I was left around old people. <laughs> I don't there know if is. that's wisdom. I think that's just me being uh, in foster care. <laughs> uh, see, there you go. I mean, I, I, I love when I just throw out my impression of someone that I don't like. You and I have, we've met, you know, we've. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But we don't, we've, we haven't hung out a lot, mostly because yeah. you're, you, you're, you're still in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still in New York. I'm still in Ground Zero right now. That's right on. Um, I, 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 that's when th- I feel like this is the silver lining of the pandemic, is you can do podcasts yeah. and check in with you. You're like, hey, how are you? Are you doing okay? You know. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, like I, I always, I always kind of liked your poise, and you know, anytime uh, comedians are like, oh, if you have any advice, I mean, I always tell them like, just talk, talk to the audience like they're your friends, and you, you're yeah. like, you're, you're, you're chilling. Uh, I always felt like you, you had, you had that, you always had that where it's kind of just like, look, I'm just going to lay this out for you. You might yeah. like it. You might not, but yeah. I'm going to be okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, that actually came. That was advice given from a comic named B flat. She's a, I met, I, she's not a Philly comic, but she like has roots in Philly. And when I was like a younger comic, that was uh, uh, one of like, one of the benchmarks was like getting on her show at Helium and stuff like that. And I remember doing the guest spot and she seemed to be nervous. And she was like, hey, talk to them like you would talk to your friends. You need to talk to the audience the same way you would bring up something at a, to your friends. Bring that up to the audience because they're your temporary friends. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. So that kind of like lifted a weight off my back because we all yeah. want to perform. But there's different ways to perform, I feel like. There's different styles of it. Yeah, and I, I feel like just just like if you're an actor and someone's like, "All right, yeah, do you want to play this this person that's nuanced and 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 different, and you really connect with them, or mm-hmm. do you want to play this guy who uh you know who who's on a commercial in a duck suit screaming about this an acid or something like that? Like you're yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the first, but with comedy, you have that choice. You don't yeah. have to go up and and do that same old same old. You guys have been watching the news. Uh, yeah, dating's crazy. You know all all that stuff. Though I don't I don't ever try to put rules on it. And I and people who who try to drive me insane. Yeah. I feel like any anytime I feel like comedians. Anytime we read an article about comedy, the 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 author will more often than not be like, we all know comedy is blah blah blah. And you're like, yeah. you're dead wrong. You you know like, you're they not don't know comedy the way we think everybody knows comedy. Yeah, those are the people who are like kind of good at that one style. So now they're like, nah, this is what it should be. And it's like mm-hmm. that's what you practiced. Yeah, and that's your yeah. favorite. That's your yeah. favorite. Yeah. yeah, I I always think of, and this is an extreme example, but I always mm-hmm. think of um, my my friend was talking to these guys, uh, you know, military guys, and was mm-hmm. like, can you even watch action movies? And they're kind of like, not really. Like as soon as I see an actor and I see the way he holds a gun, I'm like, I'm done, man. Like yeah. you don't, you didn't even. 
You didn't, <laughs> you didn't even pick it up right. You yeah. know, where I, I feel like anytime we read an article and, and not, not to say the people that aren't, you know, there are journalists that cover it pretty well, but like mm -hmm. anytime it's in a major publication, yeah. there's always something that just like, yeah, you're making assumptions that you would yeah. never make about like a doctor or even yeah. an actor or even, you know, yeah, no, nah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, but, but that's back to your, back to your style. That's, that's, that's why I think you, you know, I, I, I've enjoyed, I, I'm never that person that's just like, oh, you know, like, like, um, you know, if, 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 if it's different than mine, it's yeah. like my favorite, you know, I absolutely. feel like I'm, I'm a little more frenetic than you are. I'm, I'm, a yeah. little, you know, like I, I, I really like how you kind of just kind of, just just laid it all out like you mentioned you mentioned you were in you're in foster care growing up i i make mm -hmm. a point of not doing any wikipedia shit but at the same time not not going like do i know. even have a wikipedia like i don't, I don't know. know if like, I don't anybody know. would waste their time to write about me come on of course they would <laughs> dude you your credits are are are, are solid you know yeah. even just looking at your twitter bio like you've been on a lot yeah. of stuff you've been grinding yeah. a long time absolutely um, so like you you started out in 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 foster care. I don't want to get I don't want to do the whole Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Origin yeah, story, I, but I grew up in foster care. I probably entered foster care maybe around the age of like 5, 6, something like that. Uh okay. just because uh, mom is on drugs, dad was in and out of in and out of prison and then like other family members have their own stuff going on. So I was in foster care and I aged out at like 21. So okay. I was like in foster care from like five, six to the age of 21. And then I started doing comedy around 21, 22. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, talk about perspective, like to, yeah. to, to, that's to why I like, I like comedy because it kind of, it's weird, but it's very similar to foster care. Like the, <laughs> the, it is because it's like, one, the traveling, like I was never in a home, in the same home for like more than a year. Wow. Oh, man. So I was around different places. So the traveling makes you, gives you the ability to make friends like on the flyer just over and over and over again. So I'm Dude. used to like that traveling and being around like new people and being in that environment and then being out of that environment and not even really missing it. Like, it taught me not to miss shit. It was just fucked up. I don't know if it's a fucked up thing that I don't miss anything. I'm like, ah, Dude, whatever. I mean, I think that's 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 the ultimate era of of adjustment. I'm in my mid-40s, yeah. and I mm -hmm. still will tell myself, like, don't get your bullshit nostalgia about this, that, yeah. or the other, you know? Because yeah. we always look back with rosy-colored glasses, you know, or or very dark-colored glasses. We're just like, yeah. that was so fucked up, or that was so great. And we're always wrong. Yeah. So like, I think you learning not to miss stuff is, is it's, it's so funny. I mean, I think that's good in the end. Yeah. I, 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 really? thought, I always thought it was fucked up. Cause I'm like, <laughs> ah, cause all my friends is like, man, remember this or remember that. And I'm like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm here that, now. So <laughs> that's look, but that struck me. That struck me when um, Seinfeld had Eddie Murphy on and he was like, this, this is the best time. He's like, that's how I've always looked at things. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's so like that. That's that's how I want to be. I, yeah. It, you you mentioned learning to make friends real fast. I always thought that I had an edge on that growing up because I'm an only child. OK, and so, yeah. you know, and and I, you know, I, I, I was born in Chicago, grew up in, in Portland, two different neighborhoods, you know, and then went to college in New York and then moved to Chicago and then L.A. So I've always kind of had that skill set, mostly to stop me from getting my ass kicked like yeah. to kind of like you know make people laugh and and you know be like no i'm cool you know that yeah. that kind of stuff but like i mean being a foster child in a different home every single year that's yeah that's beyond Dude, i was a i was like a you know how netflix and like nbc uses the same characters for different shows like that's what <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i felt like i had like a development uh contract with foster care. It was like, you're going to make a couple appearances in these homes. <laughs> Dude, that's fair. We, we, I, I do a weekly uh, happy hour show with, with Kyle Kinane, who I started yeah, out with. I know it, Kyle. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, you know Kyle. So yeah. it's just to check in with each other and, uh, and check in on people and make, you know, make fun of them and make sure they're doing okay and shit. Yeah. So we've had a running joke about, because uh, I was in a house in, in Providence. My, my family and I drove 3,000 miles. Uh, a couple weeks ago with our, our wow. newborn to see the in-laws because oh, 
because kind of like fuck it you know life's yeah. either a great adventure or nothing we there california was on fire yeah. so we we uh, we got the hell out but long story long we rented a, a house in providence for a week and we're like and we're and 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 we're i'm like i'm sure this is haunted this thing is from the yeah. 1800s it's so old and so you know i was kyle and i were this running joke but like what ghosts think of an airbnb they're like yeah the new owner <laughs> the fuck how fast they sell this house and so uh but kyle's joke has been like they got they just can do the same bits you know, they, yeah. if you, if you, they got the same owner for 20 years, it's like, you gotta keep coming up with new scary shit. It <laughs> is a ghost. But yeah, like you, they as a, you as there a, with their checklist, they're like, all right. So did I say boo yet? Boo? Did I tear boo? my own face off in the huh? middle of the night? Yeah. Did I like do the light flickery thing? I did that already. <laughs> God damn it. All right. <laughs> I did that. I did that. It doesn't scare me anymore. <laughs> but you always struck me as a remarkably well-adjusted human being. Uh, and, and I feel like not that, the foster system my, my my dad for a long time in his retirement did the mm -hmm. thing where he would check on kids in foster homes yeah and you know more often than not he would it, you know he's like yeah things are pretty things are okay you yeah. know it, it, it it's never it doesn't it never struck him or me as a situation where it's like everyone's great everyone's yeah. doing you know really it's it's kind of just like uh like a little little you know, even it all depends on the experience. It all depends okay. on where you are, where you're placed. I was based in PA, so I lived all around Philly. All I was in group homes and all that stuff all around um, PA. Certain places would be great. Certain places would fucking suck. Hmm. But I think I, I'm I'm glad it comes off as like even keel, or whatever. Like on the outside, I'm like mm, inside, I'm like ah. Sure, right? sure, sure. <laughs> of course. But of course. yeah, no, I feel like um now the group home thing is all based on the experience or like the location. I've had some dope places, I've had some crappy places. Okay. But it, it kind of prepares you for life. Cause yeah. I've always sat here and I was like, like one like I would say the one thing I had to learn not to regret was like the whole parents thing, like growing up, no parents and shit like that. Like I still know my mom and we're cool and stuff like that. And I still talk to my sister. But for a while, like I did feel have some weird energy towards that. But then I had to be like, well, what lessons would I would have learned with parents? Right. Because that's what your parents yeah. do. They're supposed to teach you right from wrong or teach you things mm -hmm. about life but i'm like all right i the life lesson they taught me is like what not to do what role not to go down yeah so it's like there's already tapes that there, there's no need to put tape and be like don't do that i'm like i've seen from this outcome to not do certain shit and yeah. then throughout the system i got to learn about people and stuff like that and i got to yeah. talk to different people and you gather different information and then you can make informed decisions and stuff so that's why like i don't get hung up on sh like a lot of things that piss people off like it's weird to say this but like racism doesn't piss me off as much as it should just because i know it's a it's just a coping mechanism most people don't know why they hate people <laughs> Cause like you gonna hate somebody from the color for the color of their skin. Like I'm in group homes with white, black kids, Asians, yeah. Hispanics. We can't hate each other based on the color of their skin because we all got the same shit in common. We're here. Yeah. All of our lives were fucked up. So yeah. I was like, all right. So what else you got, homie? So mm -hmm. with racism, I started to see that too. I'm like, are you mad at me for something else? Like racial shit. Yeah. So. Because that, that's a fantastic point. If you have yeah. this very cloistered child who's in the house all the time mm -hmm. and there you have a neighbor who's looking at him wrong and they're like, they hate yeah. me because of my skin. Like, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. This just hurts, you know, yeah. and, and, and there's no there's no kind of redemption to this. There's no mm -hmm. Disney ending with, with you. It's everyone kind of has to work things out. And and yeah. to your point of of um, having parents that, that that weren't there as a lesson yeah. what not to be yeah. I, I can't tell you the amount of of people i've i've known i'm older than you who, yeah. who are extremely successful and had and i'm not saying your parents were but yeah. absolutely terrible parents yeah. because they were you know the amount of guys and 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 women i know who who have never even tried alcohol because yeah. their parents were drunks or yeah. you know or, or drugs or things like that yeah. Because it, you know, it's it's I think it's a it's a it's a brutal lesson, mm -hmm. but it is it is you know it, it it it's that lesson a lot of us take. You know, I feel like we're all we're all connected in a lot of ways, but we're all alone. 
ultimately. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. You have to in your soul accept that and you have to be mm -hmm. okay with that. There's a reason why, you know, at the end of a streetcar named Desire, mm -hmm. this character says, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. And yeah. it's the most pathetic thing anyone could ever say in their lives. Yeah. And it's just heartbreakingly awful because this per it, it just indicates how fragile this person is. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, when I was a kid, I'd hear that and think it was kind of like, oh, this poor person that's so flowery and so yeah. kind of poetic. And I had a theater teacher scream at me. He's like, yeah. you know how fucked up that is? You can't yeah. live your life like, you know, <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was no, cool that is theater like, in New York. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, it, it, I feel like you it's you 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 have you have this happy attitude, I think. Yeah generally speaking it's a know. choice i that's a it's, that's a choice yeah. i yeah i made that choice at like 16 years old mm -hmm. and i i talk to my wife about it all the time because um i'm six five i'm black dude i'm six five uh i don't have the luxury to be angry <laughs> i don't because it gets like you're a tall dude too yeah. you're just as tall as me if yeah. not like you already like six, six three four, but Yes, yes. really, because I stood next to you. So you were yeah. tall, but mm -hmm. if you get angry, it's exaggerated, right? Because you're yeah. you may be a little angry, but the moment you talk to somebody who's like smaller stature than you, now they're like, oh, like they feel a little bit defensive, right? Right. I don't know if it's the same with you, but like if I like talk a little loud and mm. if I'm like, yo, what the whoa, whoa, what's up? What's going on? I'm sorry, why are you yeah. so angry? I was like, I'm not angry. I can't raise my voice. Yeah, I can't get it, louder it, without being angry. It's true. I've always, you know, I've always felt because I'm kind of seen as this, you know, happy, get along, mm -hmm. go along to get along guy. That that because I will, I I've gone to therapy for a bit yeah. of a, of an anger problem for a short fuse, yeah. and I people that know me my whole, my whole life be like, oh, you don't struck me as an angry guy. But when I do get angry, it's just yeah. people go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But you, because yeah. you are a friendly guy and a go along yeah. get along guy, but also black. And yeah. enormous, like I am, absolutely. People are going to get triggered off of that, and and that's it's a sad thing where like I have to keep that in mind for me because it it gets people scared. Yeah. You have to keep that in mind because it could be dangerous to your health and the people around mm -hmm. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like my wife likes to try to sick me on people. Because my <laughs> wife is, and I'm like, yo, do you understand the situation you put yourself in? I'm like, I'm no. basically a pit bull, yo. Yeah, I was like, you know. the moment your pit bull snaps, it got to get put down. I'm like, you want me to put get put down? Because my no wife problem. is short fused. My wife is little. My wife is like five foot even. She's yeah. a little Colombian lady. So mm -hmm. she's always angry. But the thing is, no one cares because she's little. And when you're angry, it's like, ah, yeah. But then the moment she's like, babe, she tries to rile me up. You going to let him cut me off in traffic like that? Yeah. <laughs> Get out and fight them. Get out and fight them. Why? Oh, shit. No. What? <laughs> you can't do that. That's yeah. Terrible. But that's the wife I have. And I'm like, and like, like she gets angry at me because like, let's say if somebody like cuts us off at like Target and mm -hmm. she's ready to like, excuse me. And I'm like, excuse me. Uh, yeah, we were here first. And she's like, why didn't uh, you soft? I'm like, how am I soft? I was like, if soft. I talk to oh, him the way you talk to him, you're smart. Like, hey, yo, excuse me. Yeah. Now it's a whole production. And I'm like, I don't like productions. I mean, you can you can get solve situations so much faster by just a, yeah. even if you're like, I want to kill this guy. Yeah. You just approach him politely. Mm -hmm. And it's like people go like you see their shoulders relax. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I mean, it goes back to childhood. Yep. You know, if you if you just talk to a, you know, if you you cut you cut like a bully off and be like, you know, yeah. Like, all right, Martin, what's what what's going on with you, man? Yeah, I've noticed, you know, all that. And I'm like, oh, fucking, buh, buh. Yeah. you know what else happened? And all of a sudden you're not an enemy. You yeah. know, it's it, it, that's true. Of, that's true. Of everybody has a chip on their shoulder. But it's so funny that you're my mom. When we'd be on vacation, <laughs> she would have a couple glasses of wine. She she'd go beat them up. And I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Mom? <laughs> like what? Just, but that's just, because we're big and tall and all that yeah. shit. So no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I. Uh, that, I, I all that means is four guys are going to jump on us. Exactly. There, there's no, there's no fairness in life. You know, exactly. it's just, I, I've been, I remember being in Chicago at parties and like 
my friend gets arguing with this other guy and you know their their crew you know is yeah. looking at all of us and stuff and then we squash it and then yeah. two guys are like dude i was gonna hit you with a pool cue first thing like to me because <laughs> i'm the biggest it's yeah. like god damn it you know it's like yeah. i wish you hadn't shared that because now yeah. i don't want to be around you because you're a psycho you know and they're like laughing yeah it's fucking <laughs> Now you know that you got to step up. You know you got a mean streak to you, but now you know you got to dip into that other side. You're like, fuck. Yeah. You like, can't. you make to make me dig into the, the, the <laughs> abyss of myself? How dare you? How dare you? You was going to hit me with a pure, a pool cue? I didn't need to know that. Yeah. That's not funny, mm -hmm. you know? And always a white guy. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Never. I mean, never. bro, y'all have the best bar fights. Look at the movies. <laughs> When the last time you seen a black movie with a dope bar fight? Dude, nah, y'all got the best bar fight. Ian, Ian Edwards had the best bit about that, where he's like, he watched two white guys get an argument, and one guy, white guy threw the other guy over a table. Yeah. And the white guy got up and was like, hey, man, what's wrong with you? And Ian was like, dude, like, like my... <laughs> He talked about his how his self-esteem was so low. He's like, if you did that to me, I have to murder you. Like, I have mm -hmm. to run you over with my car. I cannot yeah. let this go unpunished. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, that is funny. Like, y'all do ask questions after a fact. You get smacked. Hey, bro, you want to go? I guess that was what that was. That was, what was the initiation. That? What was that all about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> just, just shake it off. Yep. yep. Position in society is, is more than secure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not worried about losing any status. Yeah. <laughs> but so Monroe, let me, let me ask you, yeah. uh, everybody on this show, I asked them this question. Do you, do you okay. get people that ask you for advice and have you traditionally like in your life? Uh, yeah. And I give it, if I, if I'm, um, I give the, if I, if I'm like, yo, I think I could help, then I give the advice. If I don't, I'm just like, I don't know. But like, I feel like the best thing you can do is give advice. It's free. And mm -hmm. plus, I feel I believe in paying it forward. Like if you give me yeah. some knowledge and information that helps me, you I'm not supposed to hold on to it. I'm supposed to use it. And then when the next person comes along with a similar problem, I can pass that along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly that's right. Yeah. I do that with I do that with comedy. I do that with comedy the most when like comics talk to me and I'm like, well, here's what I've experienced, here's what I've gone through. Yeah. You can apply it. Here's the information that was given to me. So I mm -hmm. like giving advice. Yeah, no, I, I don't I, hold I, me accountable. That's why I'm like, look, no, I gave you the advice. Fucking apply it in the. But you, you don't strike me yeah. as like a Cliff Clavin, like someone who's just like just running off at the mouth and just being like, uh, uh, mm -mm. you know, like like look, here's what you need to do because I've I, no, I've had, I don't know. I've had friends, I've had friends who, uh, you know, God bless them, but they'd be like, they, they would give you advice yeah. uh, on what it is to be a guy named Monroe who came out yeah. of the foster system and what he should do as a comic. Yeah. And you're like, man, I should write that book. You don't yeah. even know me. You know, yeah. like people, people think, you know, outside looking out, outside looking in, they, they, they see it better than the person that has experienced mm -hmm. it. And it's kind of, you know, like, I, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy doing this show because, it's, you know, I have no pretense of, of authority other than, mm -hmm. you know, like this, this show used to be called advice from a dipshit yeah. because it was, I, I would give a lot of my advice based on my life mistakes, mm -hmm. based on these turns I took that you looking back, I wouldn't change a thing because I'm, I, everything's great. Now I got a great wife. I got a great kid yeah. and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm above water, but like, you know, there's things that I have so many things I look back on and just go, Ugh, you know, yeah. I, I still find myself, when I'm alone washing dishes, I'll think of something and just go, I'm sorry. And they're not even here, you know, yeah. like it just, it, it just, yeah. it just kind of comes out. So, but it's, but it's fun. And also, I don't know if, if, if I told you, we, I don't know what's on, what's on the docket for you and me. Okay. We'll yeah. listen to about three calls. I have no idea what they are. Yeah. Renee, uh, Renee calls through them and picks ones, you know, mm -hmm. so sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're nuts. Uh, last week we had a woman point blank was like, uh, I'm thinking about, uh, just going to Canada illegally. What's the best area? What, what, what East or West, what has the weakest border? And I was like <laughs> laughing, but my guest who was yeah. a food writer was like, I would say like, she knew, she knew yeah. the checkpoint to go near, but not through. It was hilarious. Oh, wow. 
Cause she goes up yeah. there to, to Ontario to ski and there's just one place you drive through and she's mm -hmm. like, it just, it's like one guy. <laughs> Damn. Like, it, you know, it's, you just never know. You never know what expertise people are going to, going to have. So. Oh, wow. I don't like, I'm not a coyote. Cause that's the groups that help people. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, would, I don't know. I've yeah, gone wow. fully legal every time. Yeah. I'd have been like, I'd have been like Delta. <laughs> that's my favorite that's do yeah delta yeah. and just never leave and <laughs> yeah, hope they just, don't find you just don't go home you know yeah yeah like i feel like it's different for us mm -hmm. like we can just go there and just not leave with all the problems i, I think you'd be as long as you weren't like trying to get a government job you'd probably be fine i'm just yeah guessing, you know be like a fry cook or something like that yeah yeah do uber you can probably uber oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You 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 could tell Uber, hey, I'm illegal. Yeah. They'd be like, cool. No. Fine. I don't. I don't. They'd be like, cool, man. Can you drive? Can you drive? You're gonna risk yeah. COVID to drive people around. You're in. You're in. You got it. You got a job. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. So you ready yeah. for the first call? Go. All right. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Roll it, Renee. Hey, Matt. It's Brendan in Savannah calling back. Uh, you let me know that. Uh, Air fryers are bullshit. I think I knew that already. Got a dilly of a pickle, Matt. I run a local uh, satire page in Savannah called savannacityof.com. It's not a plug. I'm just explaining. And uh, this local free paper, The Connect, they do this thing every year that where they uh, they vote. They have people vote for best of Savannah, best restaurants, best bars, what have you. Best local website was one of them. Well, this silly website of mine, this parody website, won this year. But uh, because the newspaper, get this, you ready? Because the newspaper recently changed publishers, they mistook it for the city of Savannah, gave them the award, which they accepted. And then when I called them out on it, and the newspaper changed it because it was my award, the city still has my award. They're ghosting me. I've been texting i've been dming their account i emailed the city manager today matt well does the city of savannah now own my award what happened i know it's 2020 but this is mine it says it on the website now and everything it's mine how do i well how would you how do you handle this all right thanks buddy all right bye Dude, thanks for calling. Uh, just to let you know, um, uh, Monroe, he 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 called in. I had Farley Elliott, who writes for yeah. Eater, who's a who's a food author, and the guy mm -hmm. was like, "What's up with air fryers? Are they bullshit?" Thanks. That was it. And yeah. so and Farley was like, "I mean, pretty much. You know, how often you're going to use it? That kind of stuff." Um, I but, fucks with air fry. I have an air fryer great. that I use all great. the time. Great. I love that thing. I air Dude, fry I shit that I'm not supposed to. I love it. I'm glad I'm glad you're on here and he's yeah. on here. So that's okay. perfect. But yeah, uh, you know, Farley was like, I could kind of take it or leave it. I mean, I wouldn't say that the caller said it was he said it was bullshit. I wouldn't say something yeah. necessarily bull. And I just said, look, I don't know. I don't have one. But yeah. I've suggested my wife was like, fuck it, let's get an air fryer. It's, it's a, you know, more healthy way to fry. I'm up. I'm yeah. about that. Absolutely. But, but um, shit, man, his <laughs> first of all, I will say Savannah is a you know historically a shady fucking city <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? i had never been but i'm like dude the stuff that was, award the stuff i've learned about yeah. north uh about north carolina holy shit i mean mm. like raleigh god damn yeah. like i love playing that town but i that that's one of those places where they had a they had a um you know, a a a a a black Wall Street, a black street. Yeah. You know, like where everything was, and they just killed them. And like, oh yeah, 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 ran yeah. Ran them out of town. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, not, that's neither here nor there, but that's just mm -hmm. like the first place my mind went, where I kind of, you know, because you know, I I I played everywhere, and I'll be like, this is a cool town. I'll find out and something. <laughs> be like, oh shit. Like, here's our dark history. <laughs> yeah. You're they like, God damn it. They moved it's the like, stones. They didn't move the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like visiting a friend or whatever. And when you're younger and then finding your parents' sex tape, you're like, God damn it. I thought y'all was like a wholesome no. house. Y'all oh. got sex swings and yeah. dildos laying around. You used to kill runaways for kicks. Why? Yeah. Guys? <laughs> um, 
But you know, that's the thing, the thing I'll, I'll throw it to you, but I will say that the, the other mm -hmm. thing I thought of was I remember my, my uh, two apartments ago of the place I live now. Um, I, I lived by myself before I moved in with my then girlfriend, now wife. And mm -hmm. um, they, they did, they painted, they, they were like, Oh, we're going to paint your apartment, but they were, they were going to paint it like after I uh, or paint, paint the outside of the building. Yeah. After I moved in, I was like, okay. Um, yeah, not my, my apartment outside of the building. And I was like, cool. And I come home and they painted it, but my, my welcome mat and I had yeah. a nice one just gone. Oh, and so stole your welcome mat. Yeah. They, I think they, they took it to move it for paint and someone saw that paint on it and just threw it in the fucking trash. Oh. And that was my thing. So like I wrote that realty company, like, Hey, can I get my, well, can you look, it cost me $50. Can you just send me yeah. $50? Yeah. And I finally wrote, look, I'm just gonna take that $50 off my rent. Yeah. They wrote me back one line, not hello, just not dear sir, nothing. Just yeah. no, you can't do that. That's all they wrote me. Wow. And that response, I was like, I want to firebomb the building like on a Sunday when no one's there <laughs> and just spray paint, you know, welcome mat on the, yeah. on the sidewalk. So they, and be like, when they're like, was that you be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you don't yeah. have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> you know, like it made me so fucking angry. It's the fact the fact that they're ghosting him, mm -hmm. I don't like. I don't know. Like, like take it. What would you? I, what, what would you say? This gentleman should do. I don't know. Like, if you're like, that's different, right? Your situation totally. was different because you, totally. you could deny them something. You can fuck up something for them, like their money, by you not paying them fifty dollars. They're like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. So you got their attention. But mm -hmm. with him, like, what is he gonna say? I'm not paying taxes. <laughs> I'm not paying, you know what I mean? So he's like, powerless. He's kind of powerless in this situation where it's like, you just kind of got to know you got an award, right? And mm -hmm. uh, and like the best thing about Ooh. social media is screenshot that shit and then put it on your Instagram. It's the same. And you'll get the same amount of like applause, like, hey, but you don't get that feeling of having it in your house. And then you get to pass it every day. And you get to talk to yourself like, yeah, I did that. My work matters. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's why we want awards physically. So we can look sure. at them like, yeah, bitch, I did that. It's a milestone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. and, and and I look, I, I think the fact that this guy does have a, a look, it, his his satirical site was big enough to win his paper or whatever. So absolutely. I think yes. I, he's got a voice like, dude, I would tell you to write full page front page like mm -hmm. something like hey i'm fucking salty and then write the whole thing write the whole yeah. thing down and make it as petty as yeah. humanly possible and then from then on yeah run fake articles it's satire so yeah. when like uh, yeah. uh the the like let, let's just oh yeah that's... like spitball the mayor is like yeah. you know he 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 put aside let's say 10 million dollars for a new youth center right mayor yeah. denies youth center 10 million dollars says yeah. Fuck these kids you know something like that and so they're like hey stop yeah <laughs> take every real thing and flip it i actually exactly yeah you know <laughs> i actually like that that's like super petty i didn't even know you had that level of pettiness in you oh, god damn it that's like genius level petty i'm like dude, that's I so fucking good I don't know if it grew up this petty, but being a stand-up for 20 years, like you, you, the, the amount of shorts yeah. you take, the amount of bullshit you go through through, you know, for for your dreams or whatever you have. It's just like they kind of just lay yeah. they lay seeds in you that bloom that you're like, mm -hmm. it doesn't rule you, but you're like, you know, you you would yeah. not not I don't act on it, but I just kind of get a, such a kick out of it when someone does something that yeah you know, <laughs> that petty you meditate issue. on it though you like ah, oh. oh, i can't wait to yeah oh yeah i i love like the, the burning of a building and now this oh. shit i'm like okay I, 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 <laughs> like all right i love the story of how jordan peele said when he when mad tv wouldn't let him join saturday night live in his last year of mad tv they're like no you got a year left yeah. and it's snl's like next year it was like ah, you know because you get that one shot uh, yeah. and how, he, how he quit and mm -hmm. just sat at home smoking weed, just planning like a supervillain and like, look at him now, you know, now he's like, yeah. king, not only a, a Lord of media, but uh, a Lord of media. He loves, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? He wasn't that stand up that was like, I'll yes. write a show for Nickelodeon. Yeah. Now I only write shit for kids. And every night I get drunk and put a gun in my mouth, yeah. you know, like 
like he's, yeah. he's a horror <laughs> fan. So he's built his, he's built his whole thing. So it's just, I, I got a such a kick at, cause I remember seeing him after mad TV at a party and he was stoned as shit. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, you weren't just high. You were scheming. You were scheming Jordan. I love that. Yeah. He was playing. Yeah. He's like, I got you. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. That's the best way to get back too. Now he yeah. killed it. And I wonder, I wonder if that's, if, if that can, that can kind of fuel you, like it just maybe like a, your stew is your ambition and your, your, yeah. your wish to do good by the world. And you just, a, just a pinch yeah. of petty, like just a dash. You have to be petty though. You have to like what, how, like, that's what your creativity is for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people can code and build games and invent and some people just have pettiness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I used to be a petty Patrick. Yeah. I am not as petty as I used to, but I was man fucking mm-hmm. petty and I love it too. I can't wait. I was very because with pettiness, you gotta be patient. Yeah. You gotta just wait for that right moment to strike. You no, know there, what I mean? There's nothing scarier. I would can't rather wait. get like punched. I remember oh, God. oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> Oh, no, no. I think there's a, like a little delay or whatever, like okay. a lag or something. No, oh, I thought you said I remember. Well, I, I remember. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. No, I'm saying because I was going to tell a, a quick story, but now I'm like, am I incriminating myself? Okay. So fuck it. I don't care. So okay. I remember one of my I remember like um, one of my uh, foster homes that this lady like, I don't know. She was just being like an asshole for some reason. Right. Like she's like just a complete asshole. She used to lock me out of the house. Like it was so weird. Like she used to like lock me out of the house. Like I'll come home. I would get cut shit. Like you got curfew and shit. And I always came like right before curfew. And I remember like her locking me out of the house one time. And it was like nine o'clock and I'm sitting on the back step. I'm sitting on the back because she didn't answer the front door. I don't get it. I don't know why she was like a she didn't never answer the front door, so you had to walk around back and knock on the back door. And like she, she would not answer the door for some reason. She was she was being petty. So I went around front, and I know she don't like um, people ringing the bell because it's like one of those church bells. You know what I'm talking about? The show's like <laughs> bong 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 bong. So loud. Fuck! I'm gonna go around there and I'm pressing. Yeah, that's it. So I was like, not at night. I go around so angry because I keep knocking on the back door. She ain't answering shit. So I just go around the back and I press it. And I press the button so hard that it kind of gets stuck. And then you can just hear, dog, 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 dog. And it did it like for like three minutes. And you just see all the lights come, in the come on in the house. And like she opens the door like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How dare you? You'd be so disrespectful of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but it got me in the house, though. I'm in the fucking house, baby. <laughs> See, if you would have just been like, well. I don't get, now I can't I care because can I was like, yeah. Uh, let me take the high road. Yep. Fuck it. It is uh, what it is. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. So, yeah. So, uh, call number one. Be petty. Yeah. All right, roll roll the next call. Be fucking petty, man. Hey, Bronger. It's your Twitter friend, Miranda. First off, I really just hey. wanted to say I appreciate your comedy, and you make every day so much better. Some of the things you've said in your bits have really stuck with me and helped, helped make life so much easier. With that being said, I've just been laid off, and I was just wondering what's the best advice to a 21-year-old that you have and that you wish you knew at my age about jobs and how to follow your dreams? Thanks for all your help. Sending all my love. Well, shit. Thanks, Miranda. I'll throw it to Monroe, mm-hmm. but I just want to say first thing, don't drive yourself crazy. Don't beat yourself up because the world will do that already. Uh-huh. And also just like, you're so fucking young. Just like enjoy, give yourself time to enjoy yourself because it's, it's the best time to do it. And, um, you know, take your time. This is the world is far from over. Yeah. So go ahead, sir. Yeah. So the comedian in me want to say OnlyFans. <laughs> the comedian in me is like, oh, we'll start an OnlyFans. 
Dude, but also it. you're right. Your OnlyFans, I, I don't How have the account or nothing. There's but, so oh many comics on Only OnlyFans. It is wild. Who knew that people like the same people who have this integrity of like, nah, we fucking tell jokes. Now they're like, yeah, I'll let you jerk off to my feet. Yeah, I'm like I'm not, yeah. I, won't, I won't be on TikTok, but here's my here's my asshole or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah no, it's fucking crazy. And look, and then like. I'm not yeah. judging, you know, yeah. like we, we ought to make money and I, I, I think sex work should be totally legal, but it is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. But it definitely, it definitely lets you know that we personally have limits. Like I'm yeah. like, sure. as a kind like, cause it's out there and you're like, fuck, the world is falling apart. We got wives, you got kids and you're like, will I show my asshole on OnlyFans? <laughs> and you're like, nah, fuck it. Let me keep doing um, this podcast. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, like, dude. But, I've done, I've done like a, I did a douche commercial like, like 15 years ago. I mean, I did, I was on every yeah. kind of commercial. I probably would have done like a commercial for Smith and Wesson or like Winston cigarettes. Like back then, I was yeah. like, fuck it, I don't care. I don't really do those anything like that anymore. So it's kind of like, yeah, I get it. But it's it is it is funny when you're 21, you're kind of like, give a shit, you know? Like, just yeah. get you me can out of bounce McDonald's. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say take she's 21. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. You was talking. No, 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 no. You you said the comedian said uh, side of you is only fans. The uh, the other side oh, of you would but say. The, but I would say like she's young, work a shitty job for a little bit. Like if yep. you're like if you really need money, if it's like if you need money for like fun shit or you need money to like make ends meet, then I'm like, work a shitty job until you don't have to anymore. Mm -hmm. Or like, we don't know what her level of expertise is, right? Like, I don't right. know what she, what she went to college for and stuff like that, but right. like figure out, like right now is the time to like, to like really use social media to like as a tool, right? So mm -hmm. let's say she's young, I don't know, maybe she can dance. Maybe sure. she's really good at knitting sure. or something, but put that shit out there. Make a YouTube channel. Fucking mm -hmm. put time into that. that. That'll help you make some money in the long run. Yeah, like, I think that's that's a good yeah. point. Put your put your put your talents out there and, and uh, you know, and yeah. all these all these platforms we have available to us. But at the same time, make ends meet and, and, and don't feel any shame about working a shitty job. I mean, yeah. dude, I, I would that. I was livid when that uh, that Cosby Show actor got outed for working at Trader Joe's. I was like, "The fuck, it's a oh, job!" Oh man, same. dude, I've yeah. never looked at someone at Trader Joe's. I mean, I've never been like Arby's. Look at this loser, you know? Because I there, but for yeah. the grace of God, go me. But mm -hmm. I've never been at Trader Joe's, especially. I'm like, this seems like a cool place to work. This looks like a place where like you can be 45. You get a cool and still ass get Hawaiian high. shirt. Hawaiian shirt. It's not, you know, crowded. Yeah. You just move stuff out and, and everything. It, it doesn't have the claustrophobia of a regular supermarket. It's a cool supermarket, you know? I thought that was so yeah. shitty. You don't even got to help people. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I have never been to Trader Joe's and got help. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they, they're just there and they bag your groceries. No one has ever been like, you need help finding something. They were like, yeah, it's around. So like it's, it's a perfect so, job to have, but that's perfect. Yes, yeah. go to Trader Joe's, get a job yeah. there because it, it's it does seem like they're all your friend who won't help you move, your friend who won't mm -hmm. uh you know who who won't yes. loan you any money, your friend. You know, it's they're, they're just like you're like hey can you tell me where and they're like nah man I can't. But how's your day going? You're like no I need you to tell me where yeah. where the raw almonds are. They're like. Yeah, and if I knew, they're like, man, hey, you see I that Steelers know. game? <laughs> you know, they just to talk about anything that's non-essential. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you, Absolutely. You, Look, Trader Joe's is great. I hope you get like free food if you work at Trader Joe's. Probably. You can get that that mac and cheese, that mm -hmm. microwave microwavable mac and cheese, yeah. or the tiki masala. Tikka masala. Come Hell on, yeah. man. Hell yeah! So how good. you going to shame somebody out of that? Dude, if I had Trader Joe's when I was 21, I would be chilling so much harder than I than I was at the time. Uh, like, I wouldn't I a... be shit. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be shit. Like, if half of these, some of these entry-level jobs are so cool now, we're growing up, 
Like, I yep. don't know what type of jobs you had, but here's the jobs I had. I had, I worked at the Philadelphia Zoo. Okay. I worked at Planned Parenthood. All right. I worked at, like, Planned Parenthood as a peer educator through, like, a foster care program. Okay. I worked as a security guard for the uh, for the Philadelphia Marathon, where I just had to sit at the um, at the Philadelphia Art Museum near the Rocky Steps at like yeah, three in the morning sure. for no no reason. No one's up at three in the morning. <laughs> really. Um, what else? I I I did like an entry level job uh, at like a, a law firm. I worked at a sneaker store. I had so many. I worked at McDonald's. None of the, yeah. all those jobs kept pushing me to be like, nah, man, get the fuck out of here, be better. But if Trader Joe's, yeah, if Trader Joe's was around, I wouldn't be here. I would still be in Trader Joe's. I bet the culture is so chill. Yeah, I mean, I I worked I worked like ice cream parlor, deli. Uh, uh, I I I had to clean up an apartment building all through throughout a summer wave mm-hmm. tables, stuff like that. But like all things that like, after like yeah. a year or two, you're like, I gotta get out of here. I feel like I'm dying. You know, like, yeah. I feel like Trader Joe's Trader probably Joe's, has this kind nah, of familial nah, culture that is just like, yeah, just you'll just graduate yeah. to management and then you go and you work an executive job and you know, you get, you get free popcorn and cannabis. It's cool, man. Come in when you want. It's cool. Yo, yeah. <laughs> they let Trader Joe seems like they let you smoke weed on your break, mm-hmm. right? Like they let you smoke yep. weed on your break. You can eat like you can eat inventory if you want. Sure, right? Just you in can the back, snack on that beautiful popcorn they have. Yeah, got to got to do it in the you back. You wear shorts at Trader Joe's. Shorts, a free bottle of wine when you leave. Just take it. Just Yo, take it, man. We're making so much Trader money. Trader Joe's is awesome. It is. Yeah, go. Yeah, to follow your dreams, do stuff on YouTube, but work at Trader Joe's. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we got time. We got one more call. You ready for the last okay. one? Yes, let's do it. All right, roll it. Hey, Matt. So my name is Haya. I have a question. Um, my dad's birthday is in December, and my mom wants to get me and my sister and my brother and his wife together for my dad's 50th birthday. Now, the problem with that is my brother's in the Air Force. He's coming in from out of town with his wife, specifically for my dad's birthday. We do not have a good relationship, my parents and I, mostly my mother. She's an alcoholic. She's trying to, says she is, get help or whatever. But every time she gets intoxicated, she likes to send really hateful messages to me and my sister about, you know, she will never have her respect and this kind of stuff. We don't do enough for her and all of that. Um, She was a single mother for a while. When I was 10, she ended up getting back with my dad. I'm 25 now. Um, So they've been together 15 years at this point. And I don't know if it's worth it to try and go or not. My sister's already said she's not going to go. She she just refuses to have anything to do with my mom after this. But my brother is going to be there, and I love my brother. He's like my best friend. Hmm. So I don't know if it'll be worth it to try and go or if I should just stay home or if I just bail at some point during the party because she wants to be retarded or not. Excuse that. She wants to be wild if Mm -hmm. I can just, Mm -hmm. if if it'll make me a bad person for just leaving in the middle of his birthday because she's being wild. Mm -hmm. Does that make me a bad person? Should I still go? Should I try and persuade my sister to go? I don't know. I just want to see my brother, Mm -hmm. mainly. Mm -hmm. My dad's okay. It's mostly mostly my mom that sucks shit. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Shit. Thank. First off, thanks for calling. That's that's so. That's I, I appreciate you sharing so much. Secondly, look, you spoke from the heart. You you, you said a, you said a word that's a little rough. I'm not going to mm-hmm. judge you. Don't worry about it. I would rather just a, anyone listening. If you call and you slip up and you say some shit, you know, I'm I'm not going to jump all over you because it's just obviously that person has nothing against you know people who are you know challenged. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I want to just. Shut the fuck up and throw this right to you, Monroe. So, could you hear me go, mm-mm, look, <laughs> as a person who, like, all right, so I feel like 
one of the one of the like major problems that people run in with family is they feel like they are obligated to deal with family all the time. Mm-hmm. They're family. They, but you're like the only connection is your blood. You don't have to be friends with your family. I feel like you you are allowed to cut people out of your life. It's your life. Like stop forcing people. Stop forcing a relationship with people who aren't like who aren't on your side who don't want the best for you like and that's sad that that person has to be your mom but you love your brother and if it's his birthday set up another event for just you and him and his wife and like y'all hang out but you don't have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to please somebody else because all you're going to do is just make the situation worse because now that tension is there that energy is there your brother has to deal with that because he's not blind to it he knows that your mom is an alcoholic he knows that your mom is an asshole i'm not calling your mom an asshole you said she's an asshole she sounds like (laughs) but like if y'all both have that understanding that your parents are that your mom is fucked up so why are you obligated to be around her to celebrate somebody else's birthday so i say don't go make plans with your brother let your mom live her life she chose that life. She 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 knows the repercussions of the life she has. In the long run, she's not going to have you in her life. She's not going to have an awesome kid to, like, share stories with because she puts them away being an asshole. But also, so she texts drunk and it's legible. Like, you can read it. Like, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold up, your mom uh, gets fucked up and then sends text messages that are grammatically correct. Like you can fucking just read it perfectly. Was uh, she drinking wine? Like how what type of drunk is this? That's impressive. That's funny. It's, <laughs> I'm like, hold wait, on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait to be a comedian, find the thing. I didn't even <laughs> see that one. I didn't even see that joke. I'm like, hold up. He's like, she gets fucked up and sends the text message as well. Your mom, dexterity you, is on point. You, you are indubitably a terrible daughter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big words. Wait. This like, is hold on, how drunk are you? You used a semicolon <laughs> perfectly. That's impressive. Yeah, that's really, that's yeah. funny. I mean, it's funny, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I don't have anyone like that in my life that I'm related to. I've been, I've been lucky that way, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, you, anyone I know who has had a similar situation has said just what you just said. Even, um, I had, um, I had yeah. Ira Madison, um, yeah. third on and, and I, someone called in and said their father mm-hmm. who was abusive emotionally their whole life is dying. And, and everyone says, you know, yeah. I, she's like, everyone says I have to go visit him and say goodbye. And I just threw it right to yeah. Ira. And he said, if I found out my father was dying, I would pour myself a drink and watch a movie. You know, it was just like, yeah, because because it's it it, you you don't you don't have to be a martyr. It's you said it yourself. You know, maybe it sounds sad, but there's there's no reason if someone has been killing you so much to kill yourself to save things. Yeah, I I think we 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 overblow the sanctity of the parent. We overblow mm-hmm. it. We we think mother is yeah. God. We think, uh, yeah. you know, this is some this is someone who, who always knows best, and it's just a human person. Yeah. I mean, there are there are chemicals inside a, a a parent who, you know, when people are like, "What's it like being a father?" You know, I can't even explain why I like my kids so much. Yeah. You know, and it's not like mm-hmm. I know, but I won't tell you. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get why I think yeah. this thing is so amazing, mm-hmm. but it, it it is. But you know, at the same time, if I fell prey to my worst vices, that would turn mm-hmm. everything against it. And, and yeah. you know, the 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 only the only thing I'll say is like, you know, to add to that, this doesn't this person does not have to, you know. I think you you nailed it. Meet up with the brother and his wife. Yeah. Tell the mom, you know, in in maybe politer <clears throat> terms, fuck off. But yeah, it, it's you know, it, it, there's a reason why. And I, I, you know, I think AA is for some people and it's not, it's, it's not for other people, but there's a reason why one of the 12 steps is to make amends because yeah. you, you, you damage other people when you're damaging people, like when you're damaging yourself that Absolutely. way. And, and she's, she's texting this hurtful shit and not even thinking about it. And it's like, hey, man, anytime I've sent a, a drunk text and mine have usually probably been like, I just think yeah. you're cool or whatever, you yeah. know, like, dumb. Yeah. 
It's never been mean. Yeah. I've never sent an angry text drunk that I can remember. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but, but, but I, I woke up and been like, why, you know, like yeah. why, <laughs> why did I send that? You know, I can't imagine yeah. sending something damaging and being like, and, yeah. and not calling them your, your, your kid, daughter. Bro. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's Damn. this, this person, this person is, seems incapable of self-awareness and that's not your problem. Yeah. You know, it's not, you don't have to deal with that, man. You don't, you don't, you don't have to deal with that. You don't have to put yourself through that. You have people that love you and just focus on them. Like life's too long. Everybody goes, life's too short. Life's too long to, to yeah. give yourself to people who don't deserve it. And you just yeah. gotta be willing to move on. Like I go through, the, I went through the same thing. My parents, my family don't fuck with each other. Like mm. my sisters fuck with me. They don't fuck with each other. My mom fucks <laughs> with me. They don't fuck with each other. But I tried to be the peacemaker, but then I realized I just have to have individual relationships with yeah. them and be fine with that. Yes. Because that's the relationship. And by me trying to play God, now I'm kind of now I'm trying to control the situation, which is just going to make it worse. Mm -hmm. And it's like yeah. you're young. Let your mom because the more you uh go around your mom, you give her that energy, you enable her, you surround her with people she can be mean to. When when somebody, yeah, when somebody's an asshole and then everybody is kind of just like, well, you deal with that, now they have to deal with it. But when yeah. you with you being around, you allow them to not deal with it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. And some people yeah. you just you can't win. You you're never yeah, you're, and, fuck it. not that it not that it's like me versus this or this versus that, but like you're never, you're never ever going to uh not you know have this person that is is that you're never gonna have uh, mm -hmm. like sorry this, this call came through twice uh you, you're 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 never gonna not be exhausted like it's exhausting yeah. to deal with someone like that in your life mm -hmm. where you're approaching them with logic yes. and human emotions and they're like yeah but what about me but you did this yeah. but I, you're like you you just want to damage yeah. you know it's like they say hurt people yeah. hurt people like hurt if someone people. is yeah. they won't deal with their own pain they just like mm -hmm. look i would rather you know it's like <laughs> it's like it's like white Sox fans white Sox fans would yeah. would rather see the cubs lose than the white Sox win which yeah. I think is back yeah. to our pettiness. I love it. I think it's yeah. hilarious. And that's a healthy way to be, I think. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. just, that's not, but yeah. it's like, if you're, if you're like, I, I would rather see, I'm a failure. So I'd rather see this person fail than for me to succeed. You know, like I want this person down in the pit with me. I want to keep yanking them down. It's like, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's mm -hmm. just, that's, that's, it's fucked up. So yeah, I mean, you, you nailed it right away. Yeah. You know? as much as yeah so good luck to that person yeah 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 absolutely so yeah. but cool. hopefully I mean, that I, person also doesn't have a, a, a what's it called a saver complex where they're like i need to save her it's like no you gotta get rid of that yeah so, no that's yeah. a that's another good point that's a that's a great point yeah. as well like don't don't have that thing where it's just like only i can can you know fly yeah. and save this mm, we gotta let this shit go don't do it. Don't do that because yeah. you're doing the flip side of that, which is you're trying to make yourself feel better by fixing everything. And it's mm -hmm. like something stay yeah. broke. It sucks. Yeah. But you just got to move on. Yeah. That's all it is. Ikea, homie. <laughs> Ikea, just go to Ikea stay broke. get a new one. You got to, yeah. No, I'm saying those people are Ikea because to me, Ikea shit oh. is always broken. So I'm like, look, man, it's Ikea, baby. Yeah, that, that relationship is a is a chair you had in college. That's all that is. Yep. You just need to get rid of it. It's a first apartment couch. Leave it out. Leave it out in the rain. The the the, the, the junk man will come get it. Yeah. Well shit. I hope you had a good time, man. Uh Dude, really I had a really good time, man. Cool, cool. I'm well, glad. I'm glad you had me on, man. I'm glad you're doing good. Thanks, man. Yeah. You too. You seem to be doing great. Is there anything you wanna uh plug yeah. that you got going on right now for people to check out? Uh, yeah, I have a podcast of my own called No Need for Apologies. It's me, and my best friend Derek Gaines. Uh, that oh, wow. is on YouTube and also available on all uh, platforms where you stream your podcast. And I have a set dropping December 1st with Comedy Central. It's a part of their like Comedy Central stand up featuring, it's like their new thing. So it's like a little 10 minute set. 
on their website and their YouTube page that drops uh, December 1st. And uh, yeah, just follow Great. me on all the socials and stuff. Cool. So yeah, everybody check out, check out Monroe and, and follow him as he goes. Cause he's a, he's a, such a funny dude. And, 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 and I appreciate you bringing your insight on here and yeah. uh, it's been, it's been great vibing with you. Man, so no, it's been fun, man. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one. All right. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode. This might help. If you need advice, you want to tell me something, something on your mind, something you think a, a comedian and some other dickhead that he's got on his show might you know, help with, or at least make you laugh. Give me a call. Leave a message. 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. And thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.